Hey everyone, welcome to today's discussion. Today we are going to be speaking about the topic of quitting your job to follow your dream. So my guest over here is a firecracker in the digital and online content creation space. I am so excited to have her on our channel. Um, I'm going to get you to introduce yourself. But before I do that, um, I need to share how this video came about. So I posted a video on TikTok about how I quit my job, not necessarily to start a business, but once I had decided to start a business, I wasn't sure whether I should work or whether I should pursue uh, business full time. And you left a comment under my video saying, you know what, quitting your job and trying to start a business with no income is hell on earth. Is that what I said? Well, I'm paraphrasing. Probably, probably yeah, something, something along like those lines. Yeah. And, and honestly, I feel like you're the perfect person to chat to us about this because you have lived experience, you know? I quit my job and then I got another part-time job, so I was saved by advice my aunt gave me. I spoke about that in my previous video, guys, so go and watch it. But you've lived through the experience, so I want us to chat about that. But before we get into those specifics, Kay, please let us know who you are. Who is Kay? You can start just telling us a bit about yourself and then um, for the context of this video, a bit of your professional background. Hi everyone, Keke, thank you so much for having me on your wonderful channel. I absolutely adore her Aww. and I was so excited when she invited me to come onto the channel with her. So like she said, my name is Kei Khadebe and I have a YouTube channel as well. And I talk about a variety of topics, mainly youth-focused topics, right? Mm. So whether it's job hunting or starting a business and increasing your income as mm. a youth. What inspired me to start my channel is I was deeply dissatisfied in my previous career. So I'm an engineer, I have a bachelor's degree in engineering and I loved it. It was my passion for a long time until it wasn't, you know, until I got to corporate, until I was there, I fell out of love with it. And that's when I quit my job, multiple jobs, I quit, went back, quit, went back. So it was a bit of a back and forth. Yeah. And in that time, that's where I discovered my passion for marketing, digital marketing, and I've grown from there. Oh, wow. You, you actually already speaking about the next question I wanted to ask mm -hmm. you, which is from, so you studied engineering. At that yeah. time, you thought it was what you were I passionate did. about. Did. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So at what point did you realize that this is not for me? So I've worked in many, many engineering companies, right? Okay. So when I was a student, I worked at about four or five companies during my vacations and different, like I tried design offices, I tried manufacturing. So mm. I really thought, okay, I know what I'm going into. Mm. But it's one thing when you're a vacation student, you come in, you know, mm. and you, you come out. So when mm. I graduated, mm. I went into an engineering company that I had a bursary with mm. and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I thought if this is going to be the rest of my life, I absolutely can't do What did you hate about it? It was like a state-owned company, okay. and so the pace of things was far too slow. And I'm okay. like, I'm very young, I can't okay. be in this slow-moving company, yes. you know, I'm going to be stuck here. So a lot of people who stay at those um, parasitical companies have to stay there because you're not competitive with the rest of the market. So mm -hmm. when I quit that job, I wasn't leaving it for entrepreneurship just yet. I was okay. leaving to find a better engineering company, because okay. I was still passionate about the field of engineering. Mm. So I left that job. And my biggest mistake with that is I didn't consult with anyone. I just really? just left. And my parents are both in corporate. Um, mm. They're really they're executives. They've doing they've done very well in life. And mm. so they would have been the perfect people 
to advise me, but mm. I felt that they would just try to convince me out of it. I was like, yes. you know, I'm done. Yes. And it was a very impulsive decision, I'll be very honest with okay. you. But I did have a conversation with my boss at the time, okay. and he took me to the HOD, and they were like, if you're unhappy, we can move you to a different department. Mm. You know, we can see how... And I'm like, you guys make trains, okay? There's no department here mm. that's going to work for me. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I also didn't give them a chance. You know, I didn't give oh. them a chance. They were offering to move me to a different department. They were mm. offering to... They were asking me, what are you passionate about? And I didn't know, but I was still leaving. And so mm. I didn't want anyone to convince me out of the fact that I'm leaving no matter what. Mm. And so that's why I didn't consult with anyone. I didn't tell my... I told my parents after I quit. After I'd sent my resignation letter, that's it. they were so heartbroken. They were so heartbroken. So... It's so interesting what you say, because even when I quit my job, mm -hmm. Same thing, I didn't tell my parents, mm. but I think perhaps the conditions under which we quit were different, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but I remember as well, I was so convicted. I mean, listen, for me, it wasn't like hating my job or thinking these better opportunities. I think it was more the workplace being really toxic to a point where it almost felt abusive, whereas like, I just can't stay. I couldn't even vocalize everything that had happened at work to my parents. I just knew that I had to leave. But, 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 but that being said, it's also, I think, something based on personal conviction, but I think our parts have been different, like, yeah. from quitting. Yeah. So, um, this just launches me into my next question. So, when you were quitting your job, what, did you have a plan? What was your intention? as you had quit okay job. so what happened is during the time i'm feeling frustrated i'm feeling unhappy i start looking online yeah okay, like can i be a project manager after you quit no 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 while i'm still at the oh, job okay. so there was nothing to do so all day every day i was oh, searching for jobs no. there was nothing there was nothing to do and everyone told me no that's normal for months there's nothing to do i'm like i'm talented i'm smart i can't be sitting in a company doing nothing okay. and everyone's telling me that that's normal and to be just patient I felt like, no, I need to, I'm fresh from school, like I'm ready to go. Okay. And everyone's like, no, just chill. People were watching movies at work. There was absolutely nothing going on. So I used that time to search for jobs. Okay. And I realized that um, these jobs wanted qualifications that I didn't have. And so I thought, let me quit and I'll get these qualifications while I'm at home. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I didn't know exactly which qualifications. I quit to figure it out. I felt like, no, I need full-time focus to figure it out. And that's not a good idea. I had no other income than coming yes. in. Yes. Okay. And, and I'll tell you another reason. Can I tell you another reason? Yeah. I, I worked there for six weeks, my first job. Six weeks. Really? Yes. And the salary was a lot. And I felt that if I stay and I earn this salary for two months, three months, four months, I'm going to get hooked on the salary. And okay. I thought, I'm still young, I still have time. How old were you? I was fresh from school, I was around 24, 25. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I felt that if I earn the salary now at a company where I'm not doing any work, I'm overpaid for not working, I'm going to get addicted to the salary and stay. Because that's what I saw people at the company doing. Everyone just stayed mm. for a very long time because of the salary. I so I felt that, no, I'm too young to just settle. Mm. I didn't have, at the time have a child. I had no responsibilities. It was just me. Yeah. And I think that is a privileged part of it as well. Yes. That I could afford. I didn't have black tax. Like I said, my yes. parents are well off. They're okay. They didn't need anything from me. Yes. And so I felt that this is my time to be selfish. Okay. So I did it, yeah. Okay. And what were the ramifications of oh making that decision? Okay, no, the first time off, I've quit multiple jobs, like I said. So yes. that time it wasn't bad. Okay. I actually had a recruiter reach out to me. Like I said, I was still fresh from school, so my okay. CV was still on all the job platforms. Okay. So I had a recruiter contact me for a position at my dream company. Oh, wow. Yes, a manufacturing company, very prestigious graduate program. And so I think about three months afterwards, I got the job. And because okay. it was this prestigious company, I started working at that company. Mm. Yes, and I stayed at that company for a very, very long 
the time. I had, it was great. It, it really was great until mm. it wasn't. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. So then? So I then landed this job at my dream company. I bought a new car. And my partner and I, and I got a new apartment. Life was perfect. Like everything on paper was really great. And so when I started to feel symptoms of depression, that's how I knew something was really wrong. Because mm. I'm at my dream company. I just got a shiny new car. I have a new apartment. Everything is perfect. My colleagues were amazing. I had an amazing mm. manager. Like it was just the best position. Mm. But inside, I don't know what was going on with me. Mm. And so I think I really started to deal with mental health issues at that job. And it, and that's the thing with depression is it doesn't always have a reason. You know, mm. A lot of the time people get depression for reasons, but sometimes true depression isn't just a reason. There's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Mm. And that's unfortunately what happened to me. And I tried mm. to stay at that job. I really did. Okay. That time around, I didn't like just quit on a whim. I really, really tried. But at the same time, the work was becoming really difficult. Okay. And I didn't feel that I was in my zone of genius at that job. I felt that I could be an average to good engineer, but I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't the best of me. You yes. know, I wasn't in my zone of genius. And yes. so that coupled with the mental health, I left again. Okay. Yeah, and this time I did. Did I speak to my family this time around? Probably, mm. but I don't remember. It was a dark time. I was very sad. I was also mm. disappointed. This was my dream company. Yes. Like I could see my future. Yeah. You know, in matric, this is the company I would have loved to work for, and I was finally there. Mm. So I don't quite remember, but I know that I left to pursue entrepreneurship. I didn't have a plan. Okay. I didn't have a plan, but I said, you know what? I think I'm going to do my own thing. Okay. At the time, I had entrepreneurial friends, and we were talking okay. about entrepreneurship a lot. So I left to try things out, okay. and that's why I left that dream company of mine. Okay, so then from engineering yes. to entrepreneurship, yeah. and the entrepreneurship I know about you mm. is digital marketing, yeah. content creation. Was that the type of entrepreneurship you had left to pursue at that time? No, I, I oh. didn't know that at the time. Oh, I didn't know that about know myself. That no, okay. I just wanted to break free, right, okay. from corporate, and so now I'm free. I don't have to go to work on Monday. Okay. What do we do now? Yes. And so I'm surrounded by all these entrepreneurs. Okay. And there was a group of entrepreneurs. We they had a business venture going. And uh, I partnered up with them and they said, what could you do? So I'm, I'm like, I could handle your marketing. So I was doing like market research for them. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was like on the side. Okay. And then a friend of mine started a cleaning company for students. Okay. Yeah, for students. Terrible business idea. Okay, students don't need their apartments clean. They can't afford it. Absolutely. They need their rooms clean, but they can't, but they afford, can't afford it. it. It's a That's horrible so business. So that was my very Did first you do market research? <laughs> No, I didn't. I thought I, I don't know. I don't know what I did. What kind of research? Very baby entrepreneur. I knew nothing about That's it. That's true. I had this mind of let's just launch. Let's just do it. So yeah. We, we found student accommodations. I think we had three buildings, mm -hmm. and we got cleaners to clean, and we started. You know, we had a couple of people that we cleaned for, but then we realized that their rooms are filthy, mm -hmm. and the price that we're charging for the level of work it just doesn't match. Mm -hmm. So that was the very first business I tried. Yeah. So okay. on, like digital marketing wasn't yet on my mind. At okay. The time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now this leads me to the question, if you were to go back in time, would you still have quit work? Hmm. That's a tough Given one to Given the, the, the toughness of the entrepreneurial yeah, dream. That's a tough answer and I think that answer, I want it to be helpful to people. Yes. So I think it depends on the type of person that you are. Right? Okay. So the type of person I was, I, can, I could handle the poverty because I was broke, okay? Business. I told you I got a new car, my, yes. you know, I have bills now, yes. and now my income just stopped abruptly. Yes. And so that was very challenging. Did you have savings? 
No. Oh, you don't know. No, I used a credit card to survive, which really? is terrible. So terrible advice. So as you were working, mm-hmm. so you, you weren't putting money away no. at all. Okay. No. Because I was working and I had this fancy job at this fancy company, the banks are going to offer you a credit card. They're going to offer you yes, loans. And they do. They do. And I took those credit cards, I took the loans, and that, that was my plan to survive. Mm-hmm. Terrible as well. Like I said, I didn't consult with anyone. I didn't come up with a financial plan. I didn't okay. tell my parents okay. my financial plan. Yeah. And so there was just no guidance whatsoever. I just, mm-hmm. I was so stubborn, honestly, yes. in my early 20s. I was so stubborn. I thought I knew everything. I thought I had everything figured out. And I didn't want anyone to tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a group of entrepreneurial friends we were making the same decisions together so okay. there's also a bit of herd mentality there the was it working for them though? no they were going back to corporate now oh really yeah, yeah. okay interesting yeah. so would I have done it the same way absolutely not okay? okay absolutely not you cannot quit a source of income unless you have another source of income mm. so that's that's one thing I always tell people of mm. if you're going to quit your job come up with a plan a three to six month plan mm. and either save up money people say save up six months what if it takes you four years to start your business like me it's taken me a very 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 Mm. long time and I'm Mm. still on the journey to start a successful business and Mm. so you hear about entrepreneurs that launch and the first year that they launch everything's amazing they make all of this money but honestly I think that's the exception because no one is writing articles about all the entrepreneurs that quit their business to go back to work that's Mm. that's not getting attention Mm. no one is writing articles about that people are ashamed of that right many entrepreneurs quit and go back to corporate there's nothing wrong with that is a step like a stigma and a taboo with yes. that. Oh, so when I was a younger entrepreneur mm-hmm. in, in my early 20s, when I had just started my business, and I remember sometimes being platformed to speak to other young people, and oh, this wow. is still something that I regret like the way I told my story really? because I quit my job, I ended up starting a business, it worked out mm. to this day. Mm. So I probably am an exception, mm. but I utilize that as a rule. So I have conversations with people and people would be like, I also want to become an entrepreneur. What do I do? Well, I'd say, guys, I quit my job and it worked out. So I'd, 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 and I'd, I see many successful entrepreneurs preach that same yes, narrative that because yes. it worked out for them, that the step that they needed to take was to quit their job and it worked out. I, but yes. now you're meeting someone, I did that and it didn't yes. work out. It's been years, yes. you know, multiple years. Yes. Yeah. One specific lady, um, whom I spoke to, she also did that. She quit her job to pursue entrepreneurship. I spoke to her about six months later and she was like, girl, I went back to my job. You know, it didn't work out. And that was someone I had a conversation with about, you know, quitting work. So, and and I mean, young people who are impressionable hearing this can be so detrimental. I even remember sitting in an event um, with a South African entrepreneur speaking about entrepreneurship, how to grow a business, young people as well. And someone asked, about how do you balance your work Mm. and trying to start a business and his advice was you can't you have to quit Mm. such bad advice and also remember social economic circumstances are different you know I and, and probably both you and I probably have more of a privileged upbringing than a lot of other South Africans. Not everyone is in that position to be able to quit their jobs and and yeah, like other people, I believe that I was able to build my business because I still stayed at home. My parents stayed in an area where groceries and where you're going to rent, how you're going to make rent. And in an area, Santon area where there's opportunity. Not everyone has that. So we also have to contextualize things to our circumstances, you know? So yeah, quitting a job without a backup plan, without another source of income, or maybe quitting one job, you know, 
So the other thing that people do, they're yes. not necessarily pursuing entrepreneurship, but they want to change careers. So you've been a lawyer and now you want to be a digital marketer, right? Yes. And that could be another reason you're leaving your job. But yes. I always advise people, don't leave your current job without the next source of income. Okay. Right? Or a plan for it. And credit yes. cards and loans is not a plan. Yes. And also don't, rather be pessimistic. So don't say, I need six months of savings or one year of savings. Be pessimistic. Oh. Say, what if it takes me two to three years? You know, and I think what happens to a lot of people is you may be in pain at your job for whatever reason, either it's a toxic mm -hmm. environment mm -hmm. or you're unfulfilled with your work, you're unhappy, you can't see this being the rest of your life. So you're in some sort of pain that you're trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. But what you don't realize is there's pain in poverty too. There's pain Absolutely. in not paying your bills. And then another thing that happens is your peers are going to move forward. So if they don't quit their job and you quit your job, they're going to progress. They're going to be buying houses, cars, mm -hmm. and you've just done this 180 with your life. So mm -hmm. you need to assess, are you the type of person that that won't affect? And so, you know, usually when people quit their job, they're running away from one pain. But on the other side, there's pain too. As an entrepreneur, instability of income, there's, yes. yeah, your life just isn't going to be cookie cutter. You're not going to get a home loan that easily, just like your friends in corporate yes. will get a home loan. So you need to assess, are you willing to deal with those consequences? Yes. So I was, I was, I honestly yes. was, but that's not for everyone. So it just yes. depends on the kind of person that you are. So Absolutely. I would do it again because I am that kind of person. I don't care what other people are doing. Yes. I wasn't affected, but I noticed that there were many Decembers where I was at home. Okay, like you know, and my peers are going on vacations, on yes, holidays, yes. they're going out. I'm like, I can't afford this. You know, yes. and I was okay with that. Yes. But you need to know yourself and have self awareness of would you be okay with that? So, and if so, then it is worth the sacrifice. But if not, you'll just be in a worse off situation. You quit your job. You have you know this blank on your CV, so it's harder to get the next job because of the career gap. Yes. So yeah, there's pros and cons, yes. and so I you need to be aware of things. You might not be the exception. You might not be the best case scenario. Exactly. So plan for the worst case scenario. What if it takes me two years to get this off the ground? How am I going to live in that time? Yes. Yeah, and I think that's a very good question to ask yourself. I think entrepreneurs are very optimistic by nature. You yes. always think that things are just My idea is brilliant. I'm going to yes. be a millionaire. That's the other yes. thing, right? Yes. Is the other reason I left was like, well, with entrepreneurship, there's no ceiling of how much money I can make, you know? But yeah, there's also zero. Yes. There's also zero. Yes. So are you okay with earning zero for two years? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I like what you said about worst case scenario because if the worst case scenario is something that you can live with yeah. then you can make the jump yeah. when you're younger there might be more wiggle room exactly. but when you're older you have kids yep. perhaps you know you, you are in a long-term relationship yep. married there exactly. are bills to pay there are debts yeah. you have to think it through exactly. so I really like the point that you made yeah. and now let's speak about entrepreneurship because you touched oh on God. that okay we're in an age where everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Yes. And it's understandable, considering the unemployment crisis we have in South Africa. Yes, which we speak about often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's very close to my heart. Because yes. I saw firsthand, after I quit my jobs, and then there were times where I was still trying my business, but I'm trying to get a job just in case, you know, because yes. I can see that the income isn't coming. Yes. So I never stopped applying for jobs and like paying attention to the job market. I'm a black female engineer. Yes. Yes. I thought getting a job will be easy. It hasn't. So I saw firsthand okay. the unemployment crisis okay. and how difficult it is to get a job. So there's more graduates, there's more people than yes. jobs available. Yeah. Wow. So, so you're saying that there are two sides. People want to become entrepreneurs because of the unemployment crisis and it's advisable, right? Like yeah, a lot of advice is they're yes. telling the youth, start a business if you're not getting a job. Yes. That's bad advice. Okay. Oh, so you do think it's bad advice? Yes. Tell us why. Because not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur, okay? Mm. And so, yeah, it's just, it's not the easiest path to take. We were talking earlier, we both agree that entrepreneurship is a calling, right? True oh, entrepreneurship. Geez. 
So there's, a, there's this book I read and it says there's a difference between business owners and entrepreneurs. Mm. So a business owner could be someone, let's say, who owns a traditional business like a laundromat mm. okay, or a car wash. It's a tried and true business model. You know, you're not really innovating and mm. that's how it goes. But mm. entrepreneurship is around innovating. It's, you know, making this big change. Mm. And so maybe anyone can start a business. There are, very sim- there are some very simple business models yes. that very many people can do. But the true nature of inter- uh, entrepreneurship where you're disrupting an industry, where you're mm. innovating, that is not for everyone and it's very very hard because oftentimes you are in uncharted territory you're the first to try this yes. you're bringing something new to the market and that is a very very tough place to be but even owning a business Kay, is still extremely tough I, I, I actually think not a lot of people are even called to be business owners yeah, because yeah. I, I believe that yeah. running a business can be 10 times harder than being an employee exactly. some of the things that yeah. I've had to deal with especially I mean people like managing people you have to know how to find clients to run yeah. the operations of the business to manage the finances people it is so much and your employees can switch off on friday right and say yes i'm done knock off my weekend but as the business owner do you ever switch off no and employees can decide that they're not coming back to work oh my God. <laughs> i have stories for girl oh <laughs> i have stories for days and i'm just saying like are you prepared to deal with that that's why what you're saying the vision and the calling needs to be so much bigger yes. because you are going to endure a lot. You know, I think what we see online is successful entrepreneurs the driving the cars, yeah. going on the vacations, and they're like, you can do this too. But not a lot of people are telling the backstory around that. Well, they say it's difficult, but they don't explain in what way. In is what it way, yes. Yeah. I believe I'm an entrepreneur because of the impact that I want to make. Mm. If there was a company that would allow me. Mm freedom, Mm. you know, over choices that I make regarding my work, if it was a company that allowed me to reach as many people that Mm. I want to, um, to have more control over my schedule, can I be honest, I would work for that company. So for me, it's not even about like owning my own business, it's just that... I've had the exact same thought process this year of, what is this obsession with being the CEO? Yeah, There's an obsession that people have with being the CEO, but it's really because you're such a change maker that you don't want to be restricted. Yes. yeah, I think that's a very interesting conversation. And I love when entrepreneurs are honest about that. I'm like, if there was this role for me at an organization where I had this control and freedom, maybe I would switch over. Yes. And I think more people who are stuck in corporate need to know that we have those thoughts as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. And I do believe that there are organizations that offer that. I yes. think that they're few and far between. Yes. This is why I'm so big on talking about the online business opportunities because if you're just stuck in South Africa and you're on PNET, LinkedIn, Indeed, and you're just looking at the jobs, it's the same jobs over and over and over. But if you start to expand your view to remote job opportunities, the worldwide marketplace, it's a completely different story. And Mm. one thing I, well, obviously the pandemic was horrible, but it did accelerate the, the adoption of remote work yes and so many many organizations have ditched the office okay they've ditched the office it's too expensive and they're now and they understand that with the global workforce they're able to get cheaper employees in countries like South Africa so this is a huge passion of mine at the moment is educating people about because what you're saying these roles it is possible but maybe internationally maybe not so much in South Africa and no one ever told me that's information so do you share this information on your platform yes I do I do I do yes I even created a course about it a free course Okay, so that's it to Kay's channel. Yeah. If you are looking for opportunities of that nature, man. So 
so I'm basically creating this course where we, I'm educating you about this online, you know, worldwide marketplace yes. and wanting you to expand beyond going on PNET and looking yes. at the jobs that are available and crafting a career for yourself and you deciding, you know, what you want to do in this world because you were saying that you wish something like this is possible. It is possible mm -hmm. because the world is a very big place and, you know, online, digital marketing, things like this are growing. And yes. so, yeah, I just want people to expand. If, if you're unhappy, maybe it's not corporate, maybe... Maybe having a job is not the problem. Maybe it's the type of job that you have right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is this a paid course, free course? How do you So do I have different levels. So the first okay. level, which is I call it level one, is the introduction to this whole idea. That's completely free. Okay. At the moment, yeah, it's okay. free, available. People can just consume that. It's about an hour long. It's basically nice. like a masterclass. Nice. And I go through like a long list of like specific careers that people can do and how you get started in that. So yeah, I think it's it's a great resource because I wish I had something like that. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes it isn't about being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you just want to work from home, work for yourself, yes. and have clients. It's a version yes. of entrepreneurship yes. inside and of the income to sustain the lifestyle that you want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to go back to something about entrepreneurship as well, which is working hard versus working smart. Mm. What do you think about that discussion? So, we are in an age now where there's books like The 4-Hour Work Week, mm. where you know, most of us want like, great results mm. without having to work these mm. long hours. Yeah. Um, you've walked the road of entrepreneurship. Mm. You started quite a few businesses. How realistic is it to be able to become an entrepreneur whilst only working a few hours a day? <laughs> I really think that it's not a complete dream, but it's yeah. not realistic for beginner entrepreneurs. Yes. You, especially if you're someone who doesn't actually have skills that you're bringing to the table. Yes. So I believe there's levels to it. And mm -hmm. I love that someone told me at the beginning of my career that in the first few years of your career, you have to pay your dues. And what that means is the first you know, few years of your career, you have to learn the craft. You have to have some sort of skill. And that, yes. that's where the hard comes and you won't be working smart you yes. will be trading your time for money oh it's so evil to trade your time mm. for money in today's culture but how, are you, how else are you going to learn the skills you know and so there is that beginning part of your career where you must have the humility to do the grind work to do things that are not as glamorous and I think the entrepreneurs who adopt that mindset probably will make it because you've rolled up your sleeves to get to work in the Absolutely. beginning of your career. Yes. As time goes by and as you make more income, you're then able to leverage the income that you have yes. to hire people who now take, who offload it. But you also don't want to offload things that you've never done. You don't have experience with it. And so I believe that it is something that's possible to aspire to 10, 15 years from now. Mm. But it also depends on the kind of person that you are. Yes. I love working. Okay? Yes. I don't want to sit on the beach. For what? Like I can, beach is for holiday <laughs> for me. Okay? I don't want to. Guys, I want to go to the beach. Okay? Okay, I'm not saying. <laughs> there is this culture of um, what is it called? The remote revolution. No, it's not called the remote revolution. Digital nomad. Okay, so there's this thing called being a digital nomad, okay. where because of all the online job opportunities and you know working with clients remote, you can live anywhere in the world. So okay. people will live in travel to countries like Bali, Brazil, mm. you know, South Africa, mm. and they'll just travel and live a laptop lifestyle. Mm. And if that's the kind of person that you are, that's mm. fine, but that just doesn't appeal to me. Like, mm. it just doesn't. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, so for me, the four hour work week, I don't want to work four hours. I want to work. Yes. I love working with people. Yes. I love people. I love yes. actually just working. Yes. And so this is the thing I was saying at the beginning about self awareness, mm-hmm. right? And so I just dislike when people paint one, you know, version of life and say this is the way, the way. to be successful. Well, there's many ways to be successful, yes. and there's nothing shameful in going to work every day yes. and earning an income because yes. you go to work every day, yes. you're not sitting on the beach. Yes. For three months, Kika, you would sit on the beach. I think I would. <laughs> Two years. I think I would. You know what? Oh. I've had such a interesting journey in my life. Like, there's been moments of burnout where I wish I could have been able to take a, a six-month sabbatical. Okay. You know, so, yeah, I, I do know that I love working at what I do. I feel like I'd go to the beach, but I'd probably start some a new business on my laptop. <laughs> That's what I think I do. But um, I love what you touched on, which is that hard work, especially initially, is of utmost importance. I think you actually have to work hard in order to be able to work smart at a later stage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. When I started my business initially, actually, even before I started my business, I used to work like 12 hour days. I'm not saying that anyone should do that. Our paths are our paths. But I look now and I probably do not put in as many hours as I did in the beginning. I also think it's just like the season that we're in. But would I have been able to run my business the way I do now had I not worked all those hours in my 20s? I don't think so. Like there are times when I took it too far, but that period of hard work was vital. And I think some people think you can just jump into entrepreneurship and work half day and things are going to be fine listen maybe depending on the type of business you're running it could work I don't know yeah. but develop there's this uh, a concept that's Carl Newport you know Carl Newport he wrote a book a famous deep work Did yeah deep, deep work, work deep work and uh, there's this audio book I was listening to called so good they can't ignore you mm, and it speaks about yes it speaks about a concept of developing career capital before trying to even be mission focused mm develop career capital like become good at what you do to a point where people cannot ignore you and the services that you offer and that requires you to put in the work and to put in the hours before you can live the soft life oh my god don't get me started with instagram entrepreneurs um one thing that i wish though is i tried to get a job oh once i discovered that marketing was for me i tried to get a job in marketing because i was like if i'm in an agency yeah, agency was my ideal, you know, because they have multiple clients. Then I'm going to be able to, you know, get a feel for the market. But nobody would hire me as a marketer, even though I had proof of my skills. They just saw engineer and they were like, no. So they would say minimum requirement, bachelor's degree in marketing or similar. Okay. And so I tried for a hot minute to actually get a job in mm. marketing, even entry level, even mm. social media manager, things that I was already doing, mm. things that I was already really good at. Mm. And I couldn't get the opportunity. Mm. So for me, that is also then what drove me to... Um, entrepreneurship but I do think that if you are able to sort of intern at the type of business you want to start so that you'll learn so much faster like I feel that I had to now do a lot of trial and error on my own Mm. but if I was in an agency or an organization I could have learned so much faster Mm. the things that I learned and also dealing with clients not just dreaming about dealing with clients yeah love that point and I think that's the perfect way to end this video Mm. Um, thank you Kay I think you've shared so much beneficial information with us even more than I expected actually (laughs) this was really fun thank Thank you you. but we're not done yet guys Um, we are going to be shooting part two so catch that we'll be speaking more about online opportunities YouTube etc so catch us in that video thank you so much for watching this subscribe like share this with someone who you think would benefit from it and we'll see you in the next video.
Bye. Bye.